what kind of wisdom do you have? We all not only pretend to wisdom, but actually have some kind of wisdom. But the issue is, where does that wisdom come from? What is its essential character? James in chapter 3 talks about two different kinds of wisdom. The first is a wisdom that does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual and demonic. It's a wisdom that has to do primarily with things here. A wisdom that belongs to the fallen nature of man. A wisdom that is taken up with carnal things and has an appetite only for the, the pleasures of this world. It is a demonic wisdom. It is a wisdom that involves bitter envy and self-seeking. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. And there are many people who are wise with this worldly wisdom. They know how to get ahead. They know how to trample on others. They know how to climb the greasy pole. They know how to stamp on the fingers of other people who are on that slippery ladder of worldly success. Sadly, the same spirit too often creeps into the church where there's a determination to be ahead of the pack, an ugly one-upmanship that is contrary to the spirit of Christ which we're exhorted to cultivate, a spirit in which we esteem others better than ourselves. The alternative to this worldly wisdom, this ugly selfishness, is, according to chapter, seven, chapter 3 and verse 17, the wisdom that is from above, a heavenly wisdom. And James has this beautiful description of it. It is, first of all, pure. Uh, that probably is a, a moral judgment, that it is contrary to that uh, sensual and self-seeking attitude of the earthly and devilish wisdom. Then it's peaceable. It doesn't love confusion and striving. It delights in peace between brothers, peace in the heart. It's gentle. There's a kindness and a tenderness rather than a harshness and aggression in it. It's willing to yield. It doesn't need to stand its ground on everything. It's able to offer and to give to others. It's full of mercy always ready to uh, show that forgiving kindness, always ready to bestow good even upon those who don't deserve it. And it's abundant in good fruits. There's always a, an overflow of virtue and goodness in it. It's without partiality. There's no uh, bias toward oneself or against others in an unhealthy and unholy way. And it is without hypocrisy. It doesn't dissemble. It doesn't wear a mask. It doesn't pretend to be one thing, but actually be another thing. There's no antagonism innate in heavenly wisdom, but rather the mind that was in Christ Jesus is in full display. Now, what kind of wisdom do we have? What kind of wisdom do we cultivate? The wisdom that is not from above comes all too naturally to our hearts. It is a wisdom which, even once we have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ, we need to contend against, whether that's in our families, in the church, or in the world at large. That self-seeking spirit, that desire to have self enthroned in the heart, that too often and too easily sneaks back into our motives and our behaviours. Or we can seek after and cultivate the wisdom that comes from above.
That wisdom does not arise naturally within the heart of a fallen man. That wisdom does not uh, is not found in the books of the philosophers of this world. That is the wisdom that comes from heaven. It is the gift of God in Christ Jesus. It is the working of the Holy Spirit in the heart of a man, a woman, a boy or a girl who's been transformed by God's grace in Christ. It is the working of a Christ-like disposition in the hearts of those who know and trust him as saviour and follow him in all things as their Lord and their master. It is something for which we must plead, something which we must ask God to give us to take away that ugly, hard, selfish spirit and then to give us now and increasingly the wisdom that is from above, which is pure, peaceable, gentle willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy, that we may prove ourselves truly sons of the living God.' 